Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Playing a little red light, green light for you uh, with the wide receivers. And now we'll add a couple tight ends in there. We have a couple text messages on the tight ends as well. Uh, I thought an interesting one here, Josh Allen has become a uh, a talked about, I don't want to say a great quarterback in this league yet. He's in that kind of that tier right, right below the star quarterbacks, and he's making his way there. If Buffalo has a good year, obviously it's going to depend on him, his arm and his leg. He's got an arm, though. He can throw the ball like Uncle Rico. The problem is his accuracy is about as good as me. That's the problem. If you're sitting in the first 25 rows of Ralph Wilson Stadium and he is throwing the ball away, you better you know shoot for cover at that point and be worried. But they did pick up Stephon Diggs in the offseason. Someone texted in about him, and I know they had John Brown there. John Brown's still in Buffalo. I don't even know if he's still there. Um, those two guys, red light, green light, with Josh Allen as the quarterback. Okay, well... I want to talk about Diggs, okay? Right. So let's talk about Diggs here. Diggs is a player that is as talented as anybody else, but it's, again, the same situation as DeAndre Hopkins, okay? We don't know what they look like. They didn't play games together. We have no visibility as to what they look like besides what a few beat writers are saying. Stefan Diggs is a big-time, big-time red light for me. Wow. Yes. Again, talented, no question. But that is a team that I am not banking on having a whole lot of wide receiver action that I'd be very um, impressed with, if you would. Right, right. You know, Josh Allen is a guy, as you said, he makes his fantasy points on the ground because he's running. Right. And he scored, what, eight touchdowns on the ground. Um, That being said, you're right. He's not accurate. They brought in much better uh, wide receiver. You know, they brought in better wide receivers for him, and I think he'll be better, and I think that Diggs will be okay, but Diggs is a bigger name right now than he is a player. Right now, he's being ranked similar to Calvin Ridley, for example, and a guy like Calvin Ridley, I'll take over Diggs all day long. Right. So when Diggs is up there, I'm going to say, you know what? Take a Michael Gallup. Take a Hollywood Brown. Take a... 
Tyler Oil Cam Boyd, I did it twice. Right. And then, or you know, those are the type of players that I like more than Stefan Diggs. I'm, I have him on my do not draft list. I'll see how he does this year and then evaluate him for 20, what is it, 2021. Right, right, right. Uh, Danny Dimes throwing the ball in New York uh, for the Giants. I know that he was kind of uh, on your list when we talked about quarterbacks. Love Danny Dimes. Right, I yep. know he was, he was high, very green light on your list when we did red light, green light with the quarterbacks. He's got a couple different receivers there uh, from Golden Tate to Sterling uh, Shepard. Uh, and who's the other one? Darius Slayton, I got believe, it. there you also. Those three guys, uh, I guess red light, green light, all three of them. Well, I know we're not talking about tight ends yet, but I will now just segue there. Bring it in. Let's go in. Evan Ingram is is the number one target, in my opinion, if he could stay healthy. If he could stay healthy is a big if. He hasn't yet. But I really do love his game as a part of the Daniel Jones offering. That being said, Golden Tate... Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard are all guys that are what I consider bi-week receivers. Guys that you, when your players and starters are right. on a bye, you could slip them in for a week. They could get you a good week. Right now, there's a lot of inconsistency between the three of those guys. You don't know who it's going to be week to week. Out of all of them, though, I do like Darius Slayton the most. I have him ranked the highest, and I have no problem with you grabbing him. He is a green light based on you getting him in a place where he's your fifth wide receiver. No problem with that at all, Zach. Right, yeah. And it's interesting, too, because a lot of big names there, or, or names for those giant Good receivers. Good players, right, all of them. Right, right. Not, not none breakout. The only breakoutable guy is Darius Slayton. Right. All right, let's go to Detroit for a second. I know you love Kenny Galladay. Ah, oh, celebrate. Love, 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 Celebrate. Right. There's another receiver there. Marvin Jones Jr. still there also. Galladay. Right. I Marvin know. Jones Jr. Good name. Right. He either has four touchdowns, or he has like no five catches. yards, right, like literally. Right. Is he a red light or a green light for you? He's too inconsistent for me. He's a red light for me. Uh, he's just a player that, again, how can you trust a player that five to six games out of the year is going to have two or less fantasy points? But then, of course, you, you, know, you start him and then he has that four-touchdown game out of nowhere. Uh, no, Marvin Jones Jr. is a negatory for me. Uh, Kenny Galladay is a awesome upside player. He's a late second, third round type of talent. So I'm going to go, yes, green light, hard Kenny Galladay, red light Marvin Jones. And then while we're going with it, TJ Hawkinson is a player that I expect to have a better year as their tight end. They drafted him early in the first round to be a star there. Uh, Stafford is now back, healthy, slinging it. I like Hawkinson late as a tight end that you even get as your second guy who might end up being your starter rather fast. Uh, Houston's got a, a, a couple different wide receivers now. Uh, they picked up Brandon Cooks in that trade. He's there. Uh, Kenny Stills is there. Will Fuller V is there as well. Any of those guys get a green light from you or all red lights? How do those three work out? Uh, major green light for uh, the fifth, William the V. Will Fuller V, right. Yes. Right. I, listen, another player where I just want him to stay healthy. Please stay healthy. But when healthy, with Hopkins gone, this guy could be a star. We all have seen it. He could catch the ball 50, 60 yards over his shoulder and just go. Health is a major issue, and same goes for Cook. I've always loved Brandon Cooks. I've won big leagues with Cooks with the Saints coming down the stretch with those monster touchdown right, games right. as well. He can't stay unconcussed. The guy just has brain injuries, and uh, that always is scary. Right. But there's a time and place for him because Deshaun Watson will throw the ball, okay? So I'm not, I'm, I'll green light Cooks, but I want you to get him in the right spot. Right. 
A uh, couple tight ends. I'm only guessing uh, off the top of your head the top guys that we talk about, the, the Kelseys of the world, the Kittles of the world, uh, the Zach Ertz of the world. If you want to call them the top three or close to being your top three, uh, am, I, am I guessing they're all green lights for you? Of course they're all green lights for me. I think sometimes tight end gets taken too early. I think Kelsey right. sometimes gets taken too early. It's the run, right? The run we always talk about. When when someone takes the Kittle, the next guy takes the Kelsey or, or opposite, then all of a sudden you're getting worried because you think you need to get maybe the Urches of the world or the Mark Andrew of the world or one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, that always does, That always happens. No matter, it's the same thing with the quarterback, with the tight end. It, you know, it always just somehow happens. When those guys go early, everybody gets nervous. Zach, let's go in on tight end. Let's, let's just break this thing down because a lot of people have a lot of questions as to when do I start the run right. and when do I stop? Okay, so uh, Travis Kelsey is by far in his own world, in my opinion. George Kittle is right next to him. It's just the offense of the Chiefs versus the offense of the 49ers. 49ers is a run first. Right. Yes, Kittle gets his, but Kelsey is still number one by far. So you have Kelsey number one. Where do you take Kelsey? Where do right. you say, right. this is okay to take Kelsey? My opinion of that is if you want him at pick number 19 through 23, because you have already started your draft out with you know the, a Christian McCaffrey, a Saquon Barkley, or a Zeke Elliott, then you have the luxury of going with a Kelsey, and then I want you to come back and take a running back. Right. And then your next two picks are going to be wide, wide receivers. receivers. No. Okay, George Kittle, I don't. I think he's going too early. I don't want to take him in the second round or even the first. I don't even want to take him in the third round. This is where, for me, Kelsey's the only guy that I would say I'm going to go up there and get. If you have Kittle... Or if you want Kittle, Ertz, or Andrews, I'm saying stop. I don't think they're good value picks. They're great players, but they're not where they're going average draft positions, which are these guys are going in the beginning of right, third round. Really, right. Not for me, they're not, because we're going to break down some players right now that we like a lot more that we could take much later on, players with upside, where I'd rather you be taking a running back or wide receiver. And the first guy is... Darren Waller. Okay? Right, right. You liked him last year, too. Loved him right, last year, right, right. but last year you were able to grab him in the 13th round. Right. Here, if you could grab Waller in your 5th round or your 6th round, it's an acceptable play. A player like Mark Andrews is going too early. I told you I don't want him. Zach Ertz is going too early. Then there's the Evan Ingram player. Oh, because Evan Ingram, Love him, right? he, did, he deserves to be in those top players. He just simply can't stay healthy. So that's it. Do you want to take the risk or not? That's on you. And there's a bunch of tight ends that are later on that I'm going to recommend, like a, a Janu Smith from Tennessee wow. or a Noah Fant of Denver. Noah Fant, another Iowa tight end that was taken in the first round that I think could be a breakout player for Locke, Elway, and the Broncos. Um, and, of course, a player that we're going to have to discuss is Rob Gronkowski. I got texted in. I was going to ask you about it. Red light, green light on Gronk. Where do you go there? Now, with that said, there he is not the only tight end on that team. No, there's like five of them. Right, and, and pretty good ones, too. Right. Uh, O.J. Howard is sitting there, and uh, Cameron Brayton that is, is sitting correct. there, right? Yeah, those are so, two ones in particular. Right, and, and yeah, and it doesn't even matter who else is there because they have three starting tight ends on that team, but you know if Brady is throwing the ball and Gronk's number is there, he's going to try to force-feed Gronk a little bit. That's what I'm thinking, right? I fully agree with you. Right. And yes, they have Mike Evans, and yes, they have Chris Godwin, who right. are two top ten wide receivers. So yours, there's a lot of targets to go around. Well, fortunately for all these players, 
Ronald Jones is not a very exciting running back. Rojo, and right. and and Tom Brady's going to throw the ball. But I agree with you. I think if Gronk is on the field now, Bruce Arians is saying he looks like Gronk of eight years ago. We don't know if that's smoke right. or not. But hey, man. Rob Gronkowski right now is being ranked approximately 14th and 15th overall. So, you know what? If you could get him as your, you know, if you wait, 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 and he's your first guy, and then you back him up with one of the players we said, another guy like Jared Cook, huge numbers last right, year. Right. There's, listen, what I'm trying to say here is I haven't mentioned Austin Hooper. I haven't mentioned Tyler Higby, Hayden Hurst, who's the new Austin Hooper in Atlanta, Hunter Henry, who's a great player. What am I saying here, Zach? There's a lot of tight lot ends. Of tight ends. So right. I am I am not thrilled about going early on a tight end when I have a choice of just like we said with the quarterback. I'm taking two tight ends. Give me a Hayden Hurst who was a stud out of South Carolina who never really got the job because Mark Andrews went crazy in Baltimore. Now he's the new Austin Hooper. Well, in right. that offense, the Falcons throw to the tight end. Boom. One plus one equals two. Last year. Tyler Higby became Jared Goff's favorite target. Now, yes, Everett, the starting tight end, was out of the time. Now he's right. healthy again. But I think Higby is a really solid later play as well. Bottom line is we got a lot of tight ends. You got Jack Doyle in Indianapolis who's going to be Phillip Rivers' guy who throws a bunch of tight ends. You can wait on tight ends. You don't need to be the guy who sees that Kelsey win, and then you have to take Kittle or Andrews too early. Now, these are great players. They're going to be good. But in the third round, I'd rather you be addressing running back and uh, wide receiver. Uh, Dare I ask about another Dolphin skill player in Mike Gesicki, who had a little bit of a breakout last year. By the way, uh, Tyler Hero's got ice in his veins if you're watching this game right now. Uh, Ice on his wrists and mouth. He about that. Wait. Uh, Mike Gesicki. Is he someone you're you, you would you would draft you would take? Oh yeah, green no, light? He, okay. he's a he's a green light. If you're okay, if you're one of those people here in South Florida and you are a Dolphin fanatical and you want a taste of an offense, so you could watch your game and right. have a little fantasy with it too. Devontae Parker is my first and absolute foremost top player on that team, but the next guy is Jacecki. He's got great hands. He's a player that Fitzpatrick is going to get him the ball. Uh, you know, can he break out this year? It's a possibility. Sure. I'm not guaranteeing it, but he's a player that you could grab again as your second tight end. And again, grab two tight ends. Double your odds. If you have Jacecki and uh, John New Smith or Noah Fant, I'm telling you, one of those three guys is going to break right. out. You're going to have so a decent season. If you're at the end of your draft, and even if you want to grab a third tight end, because after the first week, you could drop one for all I care, right. but give yourself a look at these guys if you don't go tight end early. There's a lot of talent. The guy, again, I'm going to say it again. This guy, Janu Smith, for Tennessee, is a stud. And Tannehill is finding him. Breaking news that I just found out. Greg Olson's on Seattle. Yes. And so, and uh, Jimmy Graham is on Chicago. Right. Okay? Like, you right. Wanna, right. Trust me. I had to do my research to make sure I knew about all this because Eric Ebron is on Pittsburgh. So there's like... There are players in new places. Right. And any of those guys even come close to a green light on the nose list. Which guys are you? The Greg Olsons of the world, the Jimmy Grahams of the world. Greg Olson gets a green uh gets a green light. Really? He sure okay. does. Russell Wilson definitely throws the ball in that direction. Uh he's made worse tight ends look better. So I actually think Greg Olson's got a still a little game in him. The Miami product 
is a player that I would draft very late as well. Again, one of those guys that you could take as your second. See how he does for a week or two. If you don't like it, drop him. Right. Someone texted in about Allen Robinson. I know that he's a guy that's like a stud wide receiver. Um, where do you have Allen Robinson kind of on your list of guys? Uh, I know last year, uh, what was he, a third most targeted guy in the league at that wide receiver position. 154 targets. I think he ended up with uh, almost 100 catches, seven touchdowns. Uh, but Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky will be throwing him the ball. We do not know who yet. Uh, I think it will be announced in the next couple of days. I think that's what Matt Nagy said today or yesterday. Uh, Allen Robinson to you, red light, green light. And with that said, caveat, uh, how early, how late do you, do you target an Allen Robinson if he is green light? A green light on your list. It's like I, I don't want to embarrass myself by singing uh, the bodyguard, you know, Whitney Houston. I will always love Allen Robinson. For those, yeah, I'm embarrassing. I don't care. Um, I loved Allen Robinson from day one, Jacksonville, those years. And then he tore his ACL. If you remember, I loved him. Still got big money, though, even after a torn ACL. This dude is targeted like crazy because he is talented like crazy. He is a player that um, is going right now. See, personally, let's just say it. I rather draft Allen Robinson personally than... Kelsey, okay? So it's a perfect example of a player that at the very end of the second or in the early third round, I'd rather get my uh, wide receiver there. 154 targets last year, um, 1,147 yards, seven touchdowns, and I think he could do better. Because I think that Foles is going to end up winning that job, and man, they just target him like crazy. So he's an amazing green light player for me. So the person who just texted in, I am a very big fan of Allen Robinson. To give you an example, I think Allen Robinson will have a better fantasy year than DeAndre Hopkins. Bold prediction. We will not write this down, and we will not remember this one because it could go the other direction. that tape. But no, Allen Robinson is a player that if you draft him or if you have a keeper league and you keep him, I think you're in great shape. All right, that's the Nose. I am Zach. This is Zach on the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, Dan Day, or DJ back in the Intercom Palatial Studios in uh, El Portal, Miami. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap things up here in Zach on the Nose. Heat and the Bucks going on. Also, 53-46 there. Heat up there with about four minutes left, four and change left in the first half. We'll take a break. We're back. Zach on the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 